Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. I'm your guide, Bernice Bisson. I have been a professional psychic, medium, and astrologer for 30 years and have read for thousands of people all over the world. Many of those readings have been recorded by my clients. In this podcast, I invite clients back to share their recordings. As we flash back, we get to listen in on some of the original predictions and, in their own words, share some heartwarming stories, a few inspiring outcomes, and some unbelievable accuracies. I invite you to join us for a new journey each episode and come experience a little soul medicine for yourself. Something in the air, always something in the episode, we meet Trish, who I originally met through a recommendation of someone she knew back in 2018. <laughs> Turns out we had all kinds of synchronicities. Now, Trish is an intelligent and articulate woman who has a compassionate heart and expresses that through her charitable efforts. She is here to share her incredible story of her spiritual journey and how staying patient and on the path set out from spirit for her has put her through a deep, transformative learning experience, and she's here to share some pretty incredible outcomes to some of the predictions I made as well in the last three readings. Like, for instance, the pathway forward in her charitable and spiritual work, the meeting of her future romantic connection, and how beautifully things have turned out for her once she trusted the messages she was getting from Spirit directly. And you get to hear all about these predictions right after this. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network, or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Something in the air, always something in the air. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast with your guide, Bernice Besson. Welcome back. Today we have Trisha with us and we're going to go back to 2018 when we first met my lovely little Trisha and she has quite a story to tell. So 2018, let's step back. How did you wind up with me as a psychic? 
I had a friend at that time and she had said, you need to go see this girl, Bernice. She is highly intuitive. And at the time I was going through a lot, but I also was getting the right people coming to me at the right times. And your name happened to come up and uh, you really opened up a path of me using readings and tarot in a healthier way because you were really helping me at a time that was really heavy, but I had to learn balance when it came to receiving readings in order to let things happen. I think that's kind of what we're talking about because sometimes we just want to get ahead of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking about sometimes when we already know the outcome, we just want to make it happen, but we have to go through all the steps to get us there. Mm -hmm. And that is the key piece. I think spirit teaches us patience around is that we can't just dive in, right? So if we go back to some of that now, I want to start with you because you are a fascinating lady. I mean, you you. have this career and family, your family's business, and yet you still have this real sort of altruistic mission around helping people. I want you to talk about that because I feel like that is really part of the big story here. (laughs) Oh, for sure. No, thank you. So the work that I do, you know, as my day job, that's part of, you know, a job that I have to do is I work with a family business, which is a welding company. But I had a really great mentor, my father, who was all about altruism. And, you know, he raised money so that he could do good. As much as he wanted to raise money for him and his family, it was about feeding 90 families, not 90 people. So I really got the sight of seeing an honorable businessman do his work. And then through that, I really got to see work through the lens of philanthropy. This is something that always called to me. I always wanted to volunteer. It wasn't just something that I had to do for school credit. No, I was actively looking for opportunities to give back from the age of five. So it was really ingrained in me. And then so through working with my dad as my mentor and learning about, you know, the social services communities in Manitoba, I started my own charity, the Higher Learning Foundation. You know, this is actually where a lot of your predictions have really started to concrete manifest themselves is with my sole purpose work. Because from the beginning, you said your day job is something that you do, but you're called to something totally different. And it was the complete opposite of everything I thought that I was going to do. So then I really just wanted to do some good. So it was just a scholarship program and I gave students money for volunteering so they can go to school. But as my sole purpose started to really open itself up, it turned into me having, you know, wraparound services from scholarships to community art programs to mental fitness programming. And that is all in line with my soul mission, which is something that I care deeply about just because of the sacred medicine work I do, where it's all about doing what resonates best with your soul. And then you find your life purpose and your everything that you manifest or things that are maybe predicted in terms of what you can receive from all your soul work actually blossoms and opens. Wow. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> and so just to go back to your, your charity. And so your charity focuses on this? Yes. How do we find your charity? So right now we have our website, uh, higherlearningfoundation.com, and we're also on Instagram at Higher Learning Foundation. Oh, wonderful. Yes, Thank you. Thank you. Because I, I feel like you have lots of tools and materials and mm-hmm. resources. Is that? 
Yeah, it's like using tangible, holistic skills to like make your dreams come true, if that makes sense. Because I think that, you know, there's a lot of uh, questions around like, you know, you get the information from you, but how does it actually happen? And I think that in order for things to happen that are predicted by tarot readers or readers of any kind is you need to learn the practical tools that'll help you really engage your soul in the right way from meditation to yoga to sacred medicine to journaling, you know, anything small or big. But my experience from my own growth is like we talk a lot about mental fitness and my dreams as I see myself from 2018 when I was really struggling at life to now, I see how as I built my mental fitness, all of the things that you were predicting were actually coming into like a tangible way to me quicker. And the, the more and more I did my soul work and my healing work, the faster and faster the intentions and the manifestations came into play. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that sounds like a worthy uh, website to check out. Yes. And some great tools. Now, you did show up on my doorstep with that beautiful tree. Oh, the gratitude yeah. tree. Yes. Can I just really yes. quickly tell you that from of my course. personal experience? So this beautiful lady showed up after the reading with this gratitude tree for 2020 and gave me one for 2021, by the way. And so two years, we definitely needed to exercise some gratitude. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I printed out pictures of my family because of the lockdown. Everything was canceled and I really missed my family. So I cut out all their pictures and I put my gratitude tree up and I pasted all their pictures on my gratitude tree and I kept it up for like six months. Yeah. Wow. That's and so, so cool. thank you for that because honestly it helped me get through that. And so oh, I had my gratitude sure. tree in a sense. So I put all their pictures up on my gratitude tree to remind me I'll get through this. Right. Yeah. So that was interesting. And what really caught my attention in that first gratitude tree that you gave me was that you had home, like, home. yeah, 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 home, home, yeah, yeah. And so, um, in the studio we're in, we mm-hmm. have a connection as well. Yes. And so I'm in this beautiful Wolseley studio in pandemic, right before, like, right as this happened, found me this picture on like Kijiji. I saw in two seconds. I was like, that's where I'm moving. And I literally showed up at the door for the people here and I was like, nope, I, this is my place. And he's like, don't you even want to look at how the water runs? I'm like, nope, I'm pretty much sure I'm moving here. <laughs> I'm glad I did. And so what caught my attention was there's a sign outside of my studio that was hanging there when it was just this rental I was going to look at. It said, welcome home. And I was yeah. like, you're joking. <laughs> uh, that means it's meant to be. Now, here's the word connection. Mm-hmm. You two are friends. Yes. And we didn't know who was living at this place. Like I never knew that you were living here when we had like booked after years. I just knew this place is Monica's place. Yeah. And uh, it was so awesome because it just happened to align. I remember at one point Monica had said, Hey, there's some stuff I need to pick up from my place, but the new tenant is there. Yeah. So I don't know if you know her. No, she didn't even know. No. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Cause I was driving to Toronto. Yeah. And, uh, it turned out to be you. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, isn't that yeah. funny? And then that the, with the poster I had and then the welcome home sign, I was like super supposed to be here. I was like, yes, I knew it. Yes. Now here's one last really wild kind of connection around that whole meeting of ours. So. I was raised in a very religious environment, which I've since denounced, Mm -hmm. just for the record. But when I was a child, you receive in your confirmation a religious name. 
That name is Monica for me. No On top of that, my partner, Robert, who I love very much, his mother's name is Monica. Wow. Yeah, so it's just like, and then Monica was, spirit puts the right people in the right time and the right, even if we want it sooner or later, mm -mm, we have to be ready to receive both the gifts and the burdens spirit has in front of us. You got to be ready. You got to be ready. And so I just love that the timing was ready for us because I really, I wasn't ready to move and the pandemic sort of forced that because I knew I needed to, but I was not ready to. Mm -hmm. And I just said, nope, here you go, B. Guess what? You're moving. I'm like, okay. I First place I looked at, seriously, this house. So crazy. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? It found me and I looked for years in this area yeah. for a studio that I could work from and here it was. Isn't and, it? you know, I actually think speaking on that, the fact is, is that when you came to the studio space, it just like, and when you speak about how, you know, people are supposed to come into your life at the right times, you know, I wasn't seeking you out when I first met you. Yeah. And at the future times after I met you, it only aligned when it was supposed to. And spirit was guiding me. But, you know, when I first met you in 2018, I couldn't hear spirit because I could only hear my ego saying, this needs to happen right now or it won't happen or was doubting my ability to do it because it's so grand. I was like, wow, like you're really like saying that I am gifted in a way that a lot of people would love to be gifted and I can just work on those skills. And if I do it the right way, everything will align. And I think it's really good that you didn't seek me out saying, Hey, I'm doing readings. Yeah. You let it come together and like you let it align in the right way so that you can honor the ethics that go around reading in tarot. Yeah. Cause the truth is this. You don't need me. God's right there. I'm God creator, life force, whatever you decide to use that language. Cause mm -hmm. it's just the language. It's just that energy. Exactly. But it's, it's within you. You don't, I'm only a signpost. I'm only like, Hey, signpost over here. Mm -hmm. Spirit says signpost. Just like if you were seeing feathers dropping from heaven and you see all these feathers <laughs> dropping on your head. You're like signpost yep. from spirit. You're here because you need to hear the message from spirit. I'm not in control of it. Exactly. I'm not going to cast a spell for you. I'm no. not going to, even as a psychic myself, mm -hmm. I get ahead of myself because I know the outcome of relationships, even when I'm in them. Mm -hmm. And I know I can't force it. Or I can't interfere. Yes. I can only allow the steps to happen for the outcome that I was seeing because those are the choices I made. Mm -hmm. And so I can't interfere. And people have free will for their own choices. I can't make someone want something. Mm -hmm. I can't make them not want something. All I can say is spirit says you're going to be here as the outcome. Yes. And that you have all these gifts, options, and opportunities going to be laid out to you. Mm -hmm. Choose in the best direction because this clearly is your desire. They've heard you. Spirit hears everything you think. Yeah. So your thoughts are super de-duper important. Mm -hmm. Like, here's an example of that, you know, like I'm a Hindu. And when we're born, you know, the priest gets our astrology so they can do our Vedic chart. Now, when it comes to arranged marriages, what they're doing is they're pairing two charts. Now, the thing is, is that with a lot of times they're cherry picking information that shows that there's alignment in the couple. And they're, you know, especially when there's money involved and an exchange involved like that, where like the priest knows they will get some sort of honorarium, there are opportunities to manipulate the information. 
So at the end of the day, like you need to go to someone who has the ethics to know like they're not casting the spell and they're giving you all the information that that you're needed so that me as an individual has the sovereignty to make a free will decision. Yes. And even if you don't like the information. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and even if you don't like it at the time and like, meh, that's what it is, right? Yeah. And so sometimes that is what it is. And so let's let's talk about some of that stuff because sure. there was some stuff in these readings that you kept really great record of. And I love that people record readings mm-hmm. because you can stay present. And for me, that's the key to a very good reading with any reader, with yes. any, between two people is your presence. Mm-hmm. Like the more present you are, the bigger the connection, the more that your chakras align, mm-hmm. that energy exchange is so deep. Well, it's so good to even hear... 2018 me to now and to see how like I you know when I was in that reading that reading the person that was there was desperate for it to happen right now because I was lost and I was alone so there was a desperation there and when I actually listened back I could see my improvements since 2018 because then I listened to my 2022 readings where I could receive your information because I wanted, like, I was open to receiving the information without doubt or judgment. Let's talk about the focus of your work. I feel like when I first met you, the focus was very grand, very big. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. even you just said, oh, I want to be able to put actual tools and steps for people. How did you come to that conclusion? Uh, through my own self-worth. Oh, let's, yeah, like, let's talk about that. Yeah, because for me... You know, I was a chronic horoscope reader. Yeah. I was a chronic tarot reader. I always was desperate to get the answer. I wanted the answer so that I would do the steps. You know, you almost have to like let the steps happen for the answer to come. Yeah. I, and I was reversed. So yeah, when it came to building those tools, as I started doing my deep soul work, because I do a lot of work with a sacred medicine known as iboga. And so with this medicine, its intention is to put you into deep, lucid dream states so that you can find your identity and you can actually reconnect with your soul. Because again, so many things separate the person from the soul at many times of your life. And like, it's about that reconnection. When I was doing that, I noticed that I needed to build the right tools for me. Because for me, yoga was not for me at the time. Meditation was for me. But I needed to start building those tangible tools to use for myself so that what was manifested for me or what was meant for me or what God had wanted me to see as a plan for me could actually come into place. So it really ended up being, you know, as I started doing deeper and deeper work and, you know, trying different modalities of healing so I can find the right recipe for me, then I was like, well... Again, everyone is different. No one blueprint is the same. Even with twins, there are differences. So at the end of the day, everyone needs their own cocktail or their own recipe of different tools that they can use in order to really find their identity and then work in mission with their soul's purpose in mind. Mm -hmm. I love it. So is that a psychedelic, psychotropic? You'd mentioned yes. the medicine. Mm-hmm. Just explain that just a little bit. Because now I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is a whole show on <laughs> itself. But go on, go on. Yeah, so Iboga uh, originates from West Africa, from Gabon. Yeah. And it is a psychedelic. It is one of the more profound experiences that you can have with psychedelics. I would say I've done it five times, which is a lot. Yeah. Because, you know, one ceremony is last like you're in a lucid dream state and you're under medicine for at least 
16 hours. Yeah. Eight hours minimum for an experienced iboga user. And uh, what it does is it opens up your mind to like the traumas or the successes or whatever in your life that's either holding you back or setting you forward. And it gives you an opportunity to really understand your soul. Because once you understand your soul, the work that you do falls in line and everything just makes more sense. It opens up clarity. Now, the most significant part of this medicine, it is really good at healing addiction and trauma. Substance abuse addiction in particular, where it puts you through such a deep detox process and you can break, you know, addictions from heroin, cocaine, and the PTSD even, and trauma that comes from PTSD in, you know, a week's worth of ceremony as opposed to 90 days of, you know, or even 12 steps. So it kind of gives you a really quick blueprint plus what you need to work on or what's working for you and what's not. Mm-hmm. Plus it gives you the physical detox so that you can actually get on track quicker because, you know, a lot of times people are using methadone and suboxone, which is only mm-hmm. going from one addiction to another. And it's just, so with Iboga, it really eliminates the need for that by healing the physical addiction yeah. so you can work on the trauma part. Yeah, and that, that could be where the 12 steps comes in, exactly. where you could walk through those steps to work on your trauma issues. Exactly. And do you have more of that information on your website? Is that where you would find that? That one is coming Just up your soon. Personal. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. so. Stay I'm, tuned. <laughs> yes, I am apprenticing now. Like after I've done my deep work, yeah. now the medicine called me and said, it's your time to serve. So I've begun the apprenticing process, which, side note, you predicted in 2018 at a time when I never thought I would be a medicine worker. And you're a medicine woman. Yep. And in that 2018 post, the one of the first things that you said was, I know this doesn't make sense, but you're going to be a teacher. You should have been a teacher. And you, you know, and you might wind up being a teacher no matter what you do, but you'll be teaching in some way. Um, I feel, though, I'm... Although I have said that, um, I also think that you'll be in business for yourself Mm -hmm. in some way. My response to you was, well, I'm not working in elementary schools. Like, that was my response to you. And you're like, it doesn't have to be that. And I couldn't see it. But then, here we are, five years later. And you're getting certified to host, to be a... A mentor yes. in the spiritual journey exactly. that the Ibaga brings on. I say it's a mental fitness coach. That's what I'm. I'm like here to guide you, but I don't want to give you yeah. the secret sauce. Like I want you to make your own sauce. Yeah. You know, yeah. with the information that you need to channel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're there for safety, really, in a sense, yes. to help through that process, that walking journey. And it goes back to... In spirit, there's so many languages of energy. Mm-hmm. There's no one language. Just like tarot reading, tea leaf reading, palm reading, medicines, healing, practitioners, Kashuk records, hypnosis, past life regressions, all these things are tools and languages of energy. Mm -hmm. And your journey might not need all of those tools. They can use one or the other or all of them, right? But they're meant as tools and things that could resonate with your understanding of the language of energy. Mm -hmm. And sort of back to when you talked about going to readings or, and that's why I have that rule that if I've seen you, I can't see you for four months because spirit already told me that. Like I already know that I have to let things unfold Yes, because I get ahead of myself too. Oh yeah, I do. (laughs) Just so you know. Now, so you're on this journey with your curve path. You've sort of unlocked all these doors, which Mm -hmm. is so fascinating. And then we're going to get into your love life a little bit because Mm -hmm. this, 
was also a piece that came up sort of repeatedly throughout your readings. Mm -hmm. And that in 2018, I predicted that you would meet the guy that you're meant to be with romantically Mm -hmm. at a celebration. So yeah, in that reading, you had asked what are the intentions of two separate friends in my life that I was confused about. With the first one, you were like, he's just trying to be a naughty guy. But the second one, you're like, it's just business. Relationships or last three sort of people that have been around her knows. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. No, no. One will just be a friend. Okay. Uh, Not with the guy that you're working with in the complicated situation. It won't be him. And you say you're going to meet the guy that's meant for you and you're going to meet him at a celebration and it's going to be in alignment with the work you do with your charity or in community. You didn't say that exactly. That's me um, paraphrasing that. He actually shows up through your mentorship gig. Okay. Because it's not your job. It's like through events, galas, gatherings. That's actually how you meet. Okay. And love. It's love, <laughs> la, 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 la. And you stay together, you and you'd be able to work together in some way and see the teacher, like the educator, or in that profession. Yeah. They're educated, their university degree, that this is brand new love, but it's tied to your ideas, so it's tied to your, your foundation, and I think that there'll be more that you'll add, like galas and things like that, right? Okay. That's where they seem to be showing up. Interesting. Really? And there is somebody who would be, um, yeah, connected that way. And in those readings, this person's initials came up and that I kind of predicted that since then. And that person indeed was the person you met. Yes. Yes. At the celebration through your focus of work. Yes. Well, isn't that interesting? So further to that... There's more to that story now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I guess since I met the individual, I just knew that there's a lot of soul work I had to do to bring us in alignment. And it was me having to, you know, be open to the fact that I really had to look at our higher selves and not the physical people, but our higher selves. Uh, so as I started doing more and deeper and deeper work, This individual just kept showing up, not just in my physical world, but also in your readings. And they kept on showing up. And there were very certain cues that were coming up that really aligned to this individual down to, you know, years down the line uh, or like a year down the line. You know, it was really coming up as this was the tangible person but I have to continue doing my work and continue to let him do his work and then it will align. So don't follow him. No. Nope. Follow your work. Yep. Follow what you've been working on. Mm-hmm. It'll work out in the end. Exactly. Is what the message has been. Yes. Well, that's a great message. <laughs> and I will say, even with our most recent reading, there were a couple of hard things that you predicted about our connection that my ego had to be okay with and my heart had to decide if this is the person that I want to continue to consider pursuing or if I want to back off. And the timing of the readings really were at times where I was thinking like, maybe I need to back off. But again, I would meet and then somehow you would say, no, this is just be patient, just be patient. And, you know, three different times, 
this individual showed up, but three different times the message was be patient. And now I understand why it was that because I know this is going to work out. I understand it's going to align. And I set boundaries with the universe in the type of relationship I will accept from this individual because I also have to like be in line with my soul. As I set those boundaries, anytime there was a doubt that came up, spirit through either your readings or through signs and symbols and posts are bringing them to me so rapidly so that I don't give up on myself and don't give up on the connection. Just give myself space to separate, to detox. And then this is that last final, you know, ascension point before what I really want and what really isn't aligned with my soul will open in fruition and, you know, will bloom. And and both of you have to be in that place for that, be ready for that mm-hmm. higher level of being, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of times when we wind up in that season of separation is that because we're leveling up, our energy is being leveled up in a big way. And you can't take everyone with you. Mm-mm. You can't take people with you in that mm-hmm. or, or lower vibration. And so I... Including old thought patterns. Oh yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and that whole journey that you've been on for your own personal experience mm-hmm. is turning out to also be your medicine and how you're yes. able to share and help and heal and give back to others. Exactly. Very much in the way your father found exactly. his medicine to give back to others. A hundred percent. But this is yours. It's not his. And you've created that. That's powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, truthfully, what I thought was my sole mission was really in line with my dad's legacy and not mine, which is what brought in that first wrong toxic connection. You know, the work that I do for my father is not my soul work. It is my job. It is my duty. And I humbly serve. I love what I do when it comes to that sort of aspect of my life. But again, because I wasn't in alignment with myself and I was in alignment with my dad's legacy, that negative karmic came into my life to teach me some of the hardest lessons, you know, but I'm grateful for it because I needed that karmic you know, I needed to wrap up that negative karma in order to open up my good karma, which is the individual that you predicted, if that makes sense. And they're still working out their whole scenario. And I just feel like strong connection. And it's, I just, I find all the synchronicities yes. that have shown up in these readings around this is pretty fascinating because that first piece, I mean, you were running the welding company. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. going on these journeys of, of spiritual awakenings mm-hmm. um, and then starting this whole charity. Yeah. Some big stuff ahead of you there. Big stuff right in front of you around this. And so the other piece, I mean, when I talk about your love life, it wasn't just about the person as a lover. It was about loving yourself and yes. your journey and would lead you to that in the end of things anyway. Yes. And you know what? In our last reading, which resonated really hard in terms of not just the like divine timing of it, but the message because the spirit has been saying this to me, but again, there's blocks in me that are like, ah, is that a thought or is that spirit? And, you know, I think that I need an outside person to like confirm at times because for me, I'm on this journey where I'm trying to figure out what's a prediction and what's a thought and then honor that information in the right way. And in this case, in that last reading, you said you were going to go through a like a deeper separation. And one of the last things that messages that came up or words was detoxify. You know, I feel like now, because I'm so in line, universe and spirit are giving me constant tests of, you know, what is my values? What is my karma? 
and I'm passing it like flying colors. If this was like a med school program, I'm in my residency and yeah. I'm really getting tested. Huh. But as I go through this separation, I have the opportunity to purge what is not supposed to be there because the universe is like, you heard our message, so we're going to reciprocate with the right opportunities so that you can get to that end result. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. And that's, that's a difficult journey to go through. When I was in India, Spirit basically said the same thing to me. You're about to go through... You're going to need, and you know what my sign was? Mm -hmm. It was a mountain yak. I was in the Himalayas, and I got chased by a mountain yak. And the mountain yak, the spiritual meaning is gathering your resources, knowing you're strong enough to go through. So literally that subsequent year, and going right the the next two-year period, literally starting the moment I stepped about to leave out of India, and the next two years, my mom died. My daughter just about died. I just about died. My dog died. I closed my shop. I purged all the stuff in my life that, frankly, I'm good at a lot of things. I could do a lot, and I could take a lot of pressure, but I it wasn't my soul journey to do any of those things. It was my soul journey to do what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I literally left a career. I left everything just to be my authentic soul self. And you mentioned something really important is how do I know if it's spirit who said, give everything you want away and <laughs> go for it? Or how do I know if it's just my ego? Mm-hmm. How I know when spirit tells me something is not only does it resonate deep in my gut, but it provides all the opportunities or closes doors on me. Mm-hmm. And so we mm-hmm. sometimes think, well, God will give or spirit will give me the opportunity. Sometimes they close the door and that person, boom, they're gone. That job, boom, they're gone. Boom, the house is gone. Boom, boom, that's mm-hmm, gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And and that's how you know. But that's where you have to find the beauty in the dark and twisted. Like, there's a purpose for that. There's a reason that that happened. And don't get me wrong, when you're first on this journey and when you're first doing, you know, the work that aligns with you, you know, those things are hard pills to swallow. Even the fact that you predicted that the first toxic individual was just going to screw with me. Like there was no, there was no pure intention. It was totally his ego feeding my ego. And uh, that was a really tough pill to swallow. And, you know, I had to do a lot of deep soul work to be at a point where I'm not triggered by the same thing happening with who I know is meant for me, but it's about me letting it happen and not interfering. And then it will happen. That took deep spiritual work for me to get to a point where I can be so accepting. And, you know, all of this is happening at a time with this Virgo new moon, for instance, where it's about reestablishing boundaries, setting intentions, but also putting self first. And the last reading that we had, you know, I needed time to process that reading. And there's enough time between that and this new moon that made me decide like what triggers am I going to deal with, but also what intentions I'm, I'm going to set. And I think another really important thing that I recommend everyone to do, if you, they do go for a reading with you, is if you say there's a certain ritual that has to be done, if you say like, you know, certain items are coming up, you know, take note because I took note. And during a, a previous really powerful new moon that's powerful for me, I did what I was told to release. And that release, again help me be okay with things being imperfect right now because that part is coming, but
but both of us have to learn lessons. Yeah. And now the lessons are coming quicker and they're easier. And the even more fascinating thing with the individual that you predicted, I can literally feel him praying for me. And I know he can feel me praying for him. And I know we can feel each other on a deep spiritual level. So I'm letting it happen. And I'm being grateful for the opportunity to not only get my vision to reality, but also to have faith and be strong when it comes to the triggers that are coming up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I love that you send each other intent. That's a really powerful. So I don't cast spells and I don't make your life better. I don't. I really, I honestly, I can't, I don't do any of that, but I do know there's power in ritual. There's power in gratitude and honoring spirit. There's power in making offerings. I give suggestions of what I'm being shown in the moment for a person that would help them transfer their energy into a language that they can, they can honor something. They can release something. They could just move that energy. But I love that you send each other loving intent. That is so powerful that I'll often send my partner, Robert. I'll sit there and I'll go, I love you. I love you. Just my intent. That's all I think. And I just picture him in my head and I just send it to him. And then I'll phone him later and I'll say, Hey, did you feel what I sent you? <laughs> and he'd be like, yes, I did. Oh, yeah. So, so that's a super powerful thing for people to understand is that mm-hmm. your thoughts are heard. Mm-hmm. Right. And I will also say like, you know, I think a question that, you know, 2018 self would even ask is like, well, how do you know that they're sending you prayers? Well, as you start living in your true embodiment of yourself and your soul, the signs come that show you know that that prayer is heard or you know a prayer is being sent because you start putting together all the like metadata almost of the signs, synchronicities, and like you say, the signposts. And you know, as I started doing really deepening my own self, the signs are coming up quicker and quicker. And then I know that the prayers are there because like, Whatever is happening in interpersonal relationships right now is not necessarily forever. But there's certain things that everyone has to go to. Now, I haven't, you know, had a lot of dating experience. But in my case, I set the intention when this deep work started happening. Because I had to go through one gut punch realizing that this individual is on a different part of the journey. But it was going to crush my soul and crush my spirit. And... You know, I went through three dark days where I was just sad. And, you know, I even talked to Universe and I was like, you know what? Like, I foul on the plague. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think you're being kind of like an asshole right now. And you know what? Like, I don't know if I could do this. Literally, as soon as I said that, Universe sent me random text messages and random secret. They're like, don't give up. Like, sorry. My bad. Like, reel it back in. Like, it's okay. I know we were a little harsh with that lesson, but you had to learn it and you learned it. And like, then they're like, I don't know. They sent me like magical gifts. Honestly, yeah. afterwards, they're like, sorry, my bad. Like, and I was like, it's okay. But I learned a hard lesson and it made everything so much easier because I was listening instead of like forcing an answer. Yeah. You know, oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Is there anything else you wanted to reflect on from the readings that you just want to impart your divine wisdom with? Oh, divine timing, you know, let it happen. Don't chase it. And, uh, that was something that I learned from my first reading to my most, my most recent reading. And like I said, you know, spirit was knocking harder and harder 
as I started working deeper and deeper. Like, like you said, you are here to provide the information that's needed for me as an individual, as a client, as a free soul to make an informed decision. And my doubts came up about the things that matter most to me with all the readings. And truthfully, it's very strange to me, or it's not strange. It's actually, it makes sense that, you know, for me, I've never had luck in love and I'm always wondering what's wrong with me, what's wrong with me, but I didn't do my soul work. But then, you know, as I was trying to do my soul work, the love life that I spoke to God about is opening up and the signs came three times. Like universe isn't trying to hurt you or screw you over, you know, but if they're giving you a positive sign or someone keeps showing up, there's a reason for it. Yeah. And they're not going to bring you someone or something that in the end isn't best for you. And they're not going to trick you. If you're doing your soul work, they're not here to trick you. They're here to say like, here's everything you need to know. And it's my responsibility to talk back to God after I receive this information and say, these are some boundaries that I have. I would like to look at the contract, make sure I'm the same. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's read. And if there's terms that need to be renegotiated, yeah. sweet. And you know what I've learned? Universe is like, we're willing to negotiate. Yeah. You just got to do your work. Yeah. I'm like, let it be. So yeah, I'm really grateful for you because like I said, you know, it's very ser serendipitous to the times that we end up meeting, even down to like the days where they're very powerful days for my personal chart or my personal lucky numbers, for instance. But the, it showed up and it's good information and it's about me honoring the boundaries of what I do with that information in order to let free will happen and then what I want will come. It's fascinating. So thank you. My pleasure. And there is a real empowerment in self-realization. Mm -hmm. There's a real empowerment in you already have a direct connection to spirit. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just meeting the person who helps put that into a language. Yes. And it's like, oh, I had that language all along. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just feeling it now. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so happy we met and thank yes. you. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Of course. It was so great to share it. So oh. thank you. Well, thank you, Trish, for sharing your wonderful story and your spiritual journey. And I encourage people to head towards your website and thank you for listening to the soul medicine psychic podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found nuggets of wisdom and magic, please leave us some stars in a review or share with someone you think would enjoy it. If you're a previous client and would like to share your story on the show, please contact us through our website. Until next time, stay safe, stay well. So many years has gone by But I think about you, about you all the time Thanks for joining us. For social media links and to book an appointment with Bernice, visit BerniceBissonPsychic.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Remember, spirit has your greatest good at heart. Your soul is light and you are valued. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. 
we have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.